Welcome back to the Planet Comedy Podcast. I am Kyle Ritchie. Season 2 is go here at Planet Comedy. Me and Cam are back and ready to tackle the new year with you guys. Big changes are coming to the podcast this year. We are looking for a new recording space, a new home for the Planet Comedy Podcast, if you will. So you guys need to make sure to be on the lookout for that announcement and a venue change at some point. Uh, we don't just want to keep coming to you guys from our kitchens. <laughs> 2023 was a, a gut check year for me personally, and I think the show in general, uh, the passing of my grandmother, moving in with my fiance, all the changes I went through in the second half of the year really challenged my commitment, not only to the podcast, but to pretty much all of my personal endeavors. Uh, I got through that very tough time and came out more determined, excited, and ready to go than before. If 2023 was my gut check, uh, 2024 feels a lot like it's time to nut up or shut up. So. Thank you guys so much for following the show and us so far. Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy ride here for season two. Uh, if you guys are interested in some other Planet Comedy content, some other podcasts I produce, one is Average Joe's College Football Show. For those of you who like sports and specifically college football, it is a college football podcast made for the fans by the fans. Uh, if you guys are interested in some video content on YouTube, I have The Real Reviews, which is like a short concise five to ten minute review series where I review the latest bit of media, movies, television, video games that I'm interacting with. Um, in hindsight is a video series I'm going to do where I will look back at a show or movie that has come out before and kind of give it a, a real retrospective look, dissect it, and look back in hindsight at a movie or a TV show. Uh, Picture This is going to be where I take movies or TV shows that I think had good concepts but maybe didn't stick the landing and I'm going to rewrite them and present them to you guys, present my idea, like what I think the movie should have been to you guys in a very highly edited video format, kind of a video essay type of thing. Uh, I'm going to bring some friends of mine, friends, family, members of the Planet Comedy team to do TV show and movie watch alongs where we are going to sit on the couch, watch some films, record our reactions for your guys' entertainment. And of course there are podcast clips, clips of this show, clips of other shows, uh, Twitch, if you guys like video games, me and Cameron have a lifelong love of video games that we would love to share with you guys. So be sure to stay tuned on the show and social media updates for more updates on the Twitch content. But we're going to be playing video games, watching movies. You can follow me at Stoplight Jesus, Cam at Twisted Powers. On today's podcast, we are going to do some On This Day where we go back and look at some of the things that have happened years ago on this very day, January 10th. Uh, in our open discussion, we got New Year's resolutions. Gypsy Rose Blanchard gets released from prison. Aaron Rodgers takes a wild shot at Jimmy Kimmel on the air or on the Pat McAfee show, and much more in that. We're gonna do some group therapy where people are gonna come to us with our their problems and ask me and Cam to give them advice, uh, maybe make some jokes, have a good time with it. Would you rather? And then we end the show with another session of First Team All Dime Piece, the first edition of First Team All Dime Piece of 2024. Uh, actually, I would say, oh, that's going to be about car brands. Uh, we're going to do everything we can here in 2024 to blow up the podcast and all the content around it. And we need your help. Yes, you listening. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media. Links are in the description here. Uh, tell your friends about the show and share our content to help us get to a new level here in 2024. Enjoy the rest of the podcast, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday.
welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Planet Comedy Podcast. I'm Kyle, and I'm Cam, and it's been a it's been a while since we've done the show. Two weeks, man. Took a little two week break. Has it only been two weeks? Something like that. Yeah, feels long, so much longer. About two weeks. Hmm. Took a little break for the holidays. It was nice. It was nice. It was nice to just kind of relax for a second. What did you do over the holiday break, Cameron? Uh, I got my PC, finally. I know. I was been playing been that. Playing Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, been grinding that. So that's been fun. I, uh... Let's see. Just, uh... Finished, uh... Killing, uh... Rag- Ragnarok. I don't know how you really say his name, but... Finished him off, and... Now I'm just doing uh trying to focus on winning the collectibles. The house cup for Hufflepuff. Yeah. Hufflepuff. <laughs> Team Hufflepuff. You really are. You're a Team Yellow for life. You went old Cedric Diggory. Yeah. Good old Batman. Batman is the man. Did you ever finish everything on Batman? Uh sort of. I like got the uh completion for the game but not so much the dlc but the uh ps3 gave me the platinum trophy anyway so i was just like oh all right game at the 100 percent and the platinum trophy i don't see the need to finish the game anymore so got an a on the group project i'm good to go did my part. <laughs> I've made my contribution to this video game. How is that? Then, do you have any New Year's resolutions that you wanted to bring in? Not really. Pretty much. There isn't. Do what I'm doing. Keep to myself and make money. Keep doing you. I guess so. I guess that's what you call it. Which just sounds like existing to me. Yeah, that's true. We all are just kind of existing. Coexisting, I guess. <laughs> Somewhat. Coexisting. Coexisting. Not coexisting. On this day in 1861, Florida seceded from the Union and joined the Confederacy. Sounds about right. (laughs) The first time Florida did something classically Florida. In 1901, the first major oil field was discovered in Texas. By who? I don't know. didn't say by who. Uh, the League of Nations was established in 1920 in Geneva. The League of Nations? What yeah. is that? Uh, defunct. Like, it was, like, the UN before the UN. Oh. And that was 1901? 1920. Oh. Like, 100 years ago. I don't know. They're dead. <laughs> in 1924, American jazz drummer Max Roach was born. Who's that? I'm not sure. Specifically, I can't remember what he did. I looked like I read it a little bit about it. What he, God, 
was the band he was in? I know he was an like influential down on in the you know the Louisiana blues area. I'd have to look up the names. I'm like good with names. Uh, in 1946, the first United Nations General Assembly happened in London. Hmm. In 1946, the same year, radar signals bounced off the moon uh, for the first time. Like, they detected the moon. I wonder if they thought that was fake, too. <laughs> the moon? Probably. Flat earthers make me wonder. They just make me wonder. Well, they make you wonder about... Just wonder. Like if the U.S. education system is completely failing all of us? That or... The uh, education system is just flawed altogether. That's true. It is. Could you imagine thinking the Earth is flat? No. <laughs> no. And I take ADHD medication. We both do. And I still don't believe the world is flat. I believe in conspiracies, but I'm not stupid. I believe in a lot of conspiracies. It's not that the the world is flat. In 1946, American boxer and awesome grill maker George Foreman was born in Marshall, Texas. Is he still alive? I think so. Surprised he don't have CTE. In 1999, the first episode of The Sopranos aired on HBO. Never seen it. Great show. You should check it out. Maybe. You should. I think you'd like it. And in 2016, musician David Bowie passed away. That's ass. (laughs) I know who that is. Oh, yeah. We all know who that is. David Bowie's the man. He is the man. Well, I have some New Year's resolutions, Cameron. What are that? Uh, one of them was I said was I was gonna be I was gonna be less humble. I had seen that video. Yeah. I'm going to be, as you can tell, the complete opposite. You're gonna try to be more. No, less. <laughs> more, yeah, more, more yeah. humble. Yeah, I more, guess. more reserved. Yeah. Try to keep it together a little more. For the most part, yeah. Try to keep yourself buttoned up. Yeah, professional. Professional? I respect it. Respect your shift towards professionalism. Not me. And I also agree with you. I think I'm just going to focus on, you know, myself and our content and everything we're trying to get done together. And I hate it. I didn't say I enjoyed it. I hate it. Kind of not worry about anything else. So you hate it? I, I hate it. Because uh Maximum. I'm checked out. Kind of done. Existing. Or I'm waiting for something to change. Waiting this for something to change. Trash. We try to make things change. It's not in my hands, unfortunately. Yeah, that's all I can do. Just cool. And just. Keep on chugging. That's all we can do. Life's like a train. Just keeps coming at you. Can I stop running at some point? I just like (laughs) jump off the tracks. 
I don't know if you can jump off the tracks. But I probably just stop. I mean, the train will eventually hit you. Not if I lay down. Let's just put, I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll still hit you. It'll just be laying down. Talking about like in the movies when it goes over the top of you. You just let the train go over top of you. Yeah. That would be wild to see. Oh, it'd be terrifying. Do you think you could lay completely still that long? Even if I did, like, even if you had, like, the capacity to do it, I feel like the PTSD from that would be terrifying. Like, you wouldn't be able, like, I probably wouldn't be able to work at my job ever again. You wouldn't be able to sleep on your back ever again. No, probably not. You'd just wake up in the middle of the night and be like... Like, this year, like, you know, that was, like, falling asleep dreams. I would, like, have that dream constantly of just, like, a train, like, about to fucking hit me. And I just fucking wake up terrified. Dude. Which also goes into what I was wanting to know. I've watched a video today, and I want to know what is it about autistic people in trains. Why are they so fascinated with trains? Why are you fascinated with trains? I don't know. They're just kind of interesting. Is it the engines? It's the, They're like mechanical marvels. People built those. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> it's nifty. Not really. It is, though. I mean, think about it. All those moving parts... Yeah, I worked for the guy who made the first assembly automobile car. I don't care. You're like, <laughs> You're like, I don't think it's interesting. Not at all. I think it's super dumb. Like, you're like, you're like the buyer of Super Duties. They're like, oh my god, this truck is amazing. And I'm just like, yeah, no, know, it's not. My autism didn't lean towards <clears throat> trains, my thing. Well, I've seen a video, and I do see a lot of autistic people loving trains. Did you I... love them some trains? You know, it's probably, like, the intricacies of trains, like, the moving parts, and, like, like model trains are probably, it's probably more like an attention to detail thing. Kind of like video games. Coolest thing I've seen was a kid with autism rapping uh, uh, Love Mama by Tupac. Ooh. Word for word. Kid has no idea what he's talking about. He says this is going to be lit. And he was right. It is lit. Uh, did you see that that Gypsy Rose Blanchard lady was released from prison? Who? Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Her And her boyfriend killed her mom. And she claims that her mom was like crazy abusive. Hmm. Like her mom was crazy abusive to her her whole life. Here we go, what she did. I have the computer here in front of me. Tonight we have the technology. But yeah. Let me see exactly what happened here. Here, murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. First off, what a name. Her actually, her real name is Claudine. Her name is Claudine Dee Dee Blanchard. 
face down in the bedroom of her house just outside, laying on the bed in a pool of blood from stab wounds inflicted several days earlier. There was no sign of her daughter, Gypsy Rose, who, according to Blanchard, had chronic conditions, including leukemia, asthma, and muscular dystrophy, and who had the mental capacity of a seven-year-old due to brain damage as a result of a premature birth. After reading troubling Facebook posts earlier in the evening, concerned neighbors notified police reporting that Dee Dee might have fallen victim to foul play, and that Gypsy Rose, whose wheelchair and medications were still in the house, might have been abducted. <clears throat> Police found Gypsy Rose in Wisconsin, where she had traveled with her boyfriend, Nicholas. I can't pronounce his last name, who she met online. Interesting how that, people. Uh, the investigators <laughs> announced she actually was an adult and did not have any physical or mental issues. The physical or mental issues her mother claimed she had. Public outrage over the possible abduction of a disabled girl gave way to shock and some sympathy for Gypsy Rose. <clears throat> so basically, like, she claimed that her mom made her think she had all these, like, <clears throat> terrible diseases and kept her, like, misfed and mistreated and all that stuff. So she would think that she was sick. And then she convinced this guy to kill her mom. Well, she got out of jail. Which, you know, good for her. If she was being abused, whatever. My question I have for this is, Cameron, what about the boyfriend? <laughs> Does he just got to take the L? Because he's still in prison, serving a life sentence, because he did it. And I'm just like, hold on. If we know for sure they conspired together to do it. um, Why does he just have to, you know, take the L on that one? Because it's right here at the end, it says... He was convicted of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I'm just like, well, that's fucked up. There has to be something else to it. I mean, I would assume it's because he actually did it. That... Oh, she pled guilty to second-degree murder. And was served eight years of a ten-year sentence. Well, there you go. Dee Dee had been making her daughter pass herself off as younger and pretend to be disabled and chronically ill, subjecting her to unnecessary surgery and medication and controlling her through physical and psychological abuse. Mark Feldman, an internal expert on fictitious disorders, said this was the first case he knew of in which an abused child killed an abusive parent. That's rowdy. Retaliation happens. I mean, it does happen. Gypsy taught herself to read on her own through the Harry Potter books. She was a Harry Potter fan. He said a lot of cadaver to her mom. <laughs> he really did. Which is a dope spell, by the way. I want to understand... Face some more severe charges because prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot. He and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who killed Dee Dee. He was more severely prosecuted due to pers different personal circumstances. <laughs> he was granted less sympathy and understanding due to lack of involvement in the abuse. Gypsy's plea bargain agreement did not require her to testify against him, so she didn't say anything about him. People just decided that 
You were like, he's a dude, fuck that guy. <laughs> That's literally what happened. Oof, what an L. You meet this girl, she tells you her mom is abusing her. And you're like, fuck it, let's kill her. And you just gotta take the L on that one. Alright. That's on you, bud. In their opening statements, prosecutor alleged that he had deliberated for over a year before the crime while his lawyers pointed to his autism. Alright. Now I'm starting to feel for this dude. And said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done as she had asked. The next day, prosecutor showed jurors the text messages, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and... I think it's good John had shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas as well as the knife he had used to commit the murder. In some of the texts, he asked for details about Dee Dee's room and sleeping habits. That's foul. R.I.P. Miss. R.I.P. Miss. Well, she got out of jail. She's. I think she's married. That's even more crazy. Not to this dude. Oh, duh. Obviously. Let me see spouse. Yeah, Ryan Anderson. After prison, Blanchard was released on December 28, 2023, after serving eight years. She announced her ebook release conversions on the eve of freedom would be released in January 2024. Following her release, Blanchard began, began giving interviews to various news outlets and television programs. Yeah, I won't be giving that a listen. Dude, it's been a... That was just a wild thing for me to say. I didn't even know who she was. And then I fell all the way into the story and I had to know who she was. I am... Yeah, I'm not listening to that book. <laughs> like, if you want to beat the bricks off of your mom, that's understandable. But to kill her, yeah. She had her boyfriend stab her. Yeah, that's kind of foul. She said get wrecked. There's all kinds of people online who are on her side, 100%. They're like, I mean, I can you understand go, girl. It. Good for her. I mean, what's his name? Richard Ramirez got... Yeah, girls sent him panties in prison. <laughs> and he was a serial killer. Yeah, he crawled in through people's windows and shot them he while did, they slept. He did that. He did it. He did it. But, uh, I mean... Yeah, it's kind of messed up that your mom, I guess, hypothetically, I mean, I don't know, put you through that. But, I mean, whether she did or didn't, best case scenario would just the, beat the bricks off of her. And then bail. Yeah. Other than that, like... You Cameron know, said murder was a step too far. Just a little bit. Murder is just a touch too deep, <clears throat> Cameron. Did you see Shannon Sharp's interview speaking of Muzzy with Cat Williams? Yes, sir. Dude. Wild. Not a single lie told. I mean, ain't nobody come out and said he's lying yet. Ain't nobody going to. They all just be like, that's sad. The cast say all this shit. And I'm just like, what do you mean? That's sad. If it, if he said this shit about me, I'd be like, well, obviously, first thing I'd say, I'd be like, well, obviously he's lying. You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't true, first thing I'm doing is coming on somebody's platform and being like, well, obviously, that's not fucking true. I don't know, dude. 
said some wild shit about about Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, Cedric the Entertainer, Michael Jackson. Hey, bro. Watch out for some of these snakes. Dude, I give Shannon Sharp credit for having him on there. He said, fuck it, come on here, talk about, talk about whatever you want. 2024 come out swinging. There was the Cat Williams interview, Aaron Rodgers called Jimmy Kimmel a pedophile, essentially on Pat McAfee's show. Did you see that? No. Uh-uh. He went on Jimmy, he went on a Pat McAfee show, the punter from the Colts, and said, basically, uh, they were talking about the Epstein list, and he was like, I know Jimmy Kimmel's nervous about that coming out, and I was like, oh shit. Oh shit. Jimmy Kimmel threatened to sue him on Twitter. Really? Yeah, he came out and he was like, I'll see you, like, I'll fucking, we'll take this to court, bro. <clears throat> Do what's funny, they work for the same company, technically, they both work for Disney. <clears throat> well, Pat McAfee and uh, Jimmy Kimmel, not not Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers obviously works for the NFL. I mean, you can try to sue Aaron Rodgers. <clears throat> If I was the NFL, I would probably just go to Jimmy and be like, yo, chill. <laughs> yo, chill. You don't want this. You, know, you don't want the smoke as much as you think you want the smoke. Nope. The NFL got money, money. So does Disney. Disney got money, money. That Doesn't would be an Disney interesting... Disney own the NFL? Or don't they have, like, a partnership? I think they have a partnership. Sure they do. In some because way. they did, like, no, because That's they... That's Nickelodeon. They... They animated? Is that what you're talking about? I'm Football? Pre- I'm pretty sure it was... Uh, was it Disney? I think it was Disney. Might have been Disney. I know uh, both Disney and Nickelodeon have done it. Like the whole anime. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that might have been Disney. That's cool, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I think it was Disney. I remember something about like Toy Story or something like that. Yeah, the Toy Story box. Yeah, the, that was Disney. They had a. I think it was the Falcons and the Jaguars game. Like it was like recent, like yeah. It was this season. Wild. And now they got Aaron Rodgers saying that Jimmy Kimmel was on the Epstein logs. Dude, you seen some of the names on the Epstein logs? Yeah. Rowdy. Rowdy. Dude, some of the names I'm just like, you know what? Fuck them. <clears throat> I really didn't see anybody on there where I was like. I mean, seeing George Lucas on there kind of hurt as a Star Wars fan. You surprised? I mean, I'm not surprised. I'm not hurt. Just like, damn it. No, I'm still gonna watch Star Wars, but J.K. Rowling was on there. Then we probably have a problem. And she's just like trans people. Yeah, so we're good. (laughs) Cameron Diaz. That hurt my feelings. Why would she be on there? Would Would they be fucking boys? Girls, that's weird. Oh no, it's like, what are you into? Yeah, why and are like you men, men, I can understand. It's like you're either into a, either or or both, which is weird. But women, it's the women that really make me question. It's like, why are you there? Bruce Willis is on the list. Kate Blanchett is on the list. Like, why? Why the women on there? Kevin like, Spacey, you know, shot. Oh, no, not at all. The only shocker is how he got acquitted. That's good. We were on the air when that happened. Like, I'll never forget that. Telling you live that Kevin Spacey had been acquitted and then he was going to get out of jail. You were like, what the fuck? 
we had just talked on the previous episode too how we thought he was going to get convicted because they had the evidence. Boy, were we wrong. Bad. <clears throat> Boy, were we mistaken. When he, ca- dude, that that picture of him coming out smiling. He sent him with the. <laughs> he said, "What's up, y'all?" Uh, Donald Trump cards. obviously was on there. Bill Clinton was on there. Hillary Clinton was on there. Like, why Hillary? Why Hillary of all people? She's got to support Bill. Are you, like, are you sucking, like, 17-year-old dick? Are you, like, are you... She might be. Are you, she might like, be. strapping on... You throwing on the strap? To 16-year-old girls? Like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing here? It makes me wonder. Nah, that's a lot of hard work. Fucking hard. Then again, why is Hillary there? That's very why good are point. these other women there? Like, yeah, you say in support, it's like David Copperfield. That shocks me. The musician or the magician? Sorry, not musician. The magician. Uh, Leo. That one kind of hurt. That does kind of that is kind of a bummer. Are we surprised though? Nope. I mean, he only dates like 26-year-olds. Are we really that shocked that he's going younger? This is probably where he gets them from. I'm surprised. He tells Jeffrey to hold on to him until they're 26. He says, you just, you you keep on, you, you hang on to that The one. age limit is 20, I think it's like 25. Yeah, he picks one. As soon as they turn 25. The minute they turn 18, he's like, all right, she can be my girlfriend now. And then they turn 25, he gives them back to Jeffrey. It's like, all right, here you go. And they're like... Wait, what? Honestly, I'm kind of like surprised of these females. Like, do you think they like already have it in their head? Like, by the time I turn 25, this relationship is going to end? Or you think like, oh, no, I'm, I'm going to be one. the one. Yeah, they definitely think I'm the one. Oh, damn. Dude, all these girls think I'm the one. I'm the one that's going to change him. I'm going to be I'm going to be the girl because remember, uh, God, what is his name? Was Toby on there? Toby McGuire? Is that the actual list? Yeah. How did that get exposed? I mean, they've if, had it forever. If that has those people's names on it. But if it has those people's names on it, they're going to sue. So who are they going to sue? Can't sue anybody. This is just public information now. I mean, there's nothing incriminating about being on the list itself. You know what I mean? Like... They can't arrest you just for being in the same plane as this guy. Oh. So it's not technically a crime. But it makes you wonder. It's the implications. And I wonder. It makes you wonder. You know. So of course all most of these people, like ninety nine percent of these people that are on this list are gonna be like, Oh, you know what I mean? Like I just I knew him through somebody else. Like Lies. my agent, my <laughs> I knew him, you know, he was he knew my agent and why lie? I don't know. More than 100 people were on the newly published documents linked to pedophile Jeffrey Epstein. The disclosure of the first batch court files include the names of victims, friends, and associates of the sex offender in Ghislaine Maxwell, although many others will have no direct link to Epstein. The millionaire financier who socialized with royalty and celebrities was accused of running a large network of underage girls for sex while awaiting trial and killed himself. Killed himself. In his jail cell in 2019. Under 24 hour surveillance. Yeah. 
Yeah, Ghislaine Maxwell's on here. Prince Andrew. Bill Clinton. Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton. Stephen Hawking. Is that... That's not... Yeah. Is it? How the fuck would that work? Damn. Imagine that, dude. Imagine you're a, a teenage girl. And the voice of your molester is, Hello, young lady. <laughs> That's gross. That would be terrifying. He drooling on himself. You would never be able to use a computer. No, probably not. It's a Michael Jackson one for me. Uh, come on. Don't say come on. I've been saying for years Michael Jackson. We was like, we don't know. Michael Jackson might be a pedophile. He did a lot of weird shit. And you yeah. and Samantha both have been like, no. And I'm just like, he was weird. I'm not saying he was. I'm just saying we can all agree he was weird. People act like he wasn't. That was my problem. Everyone act like he wasn't weird. I don't know. It makes sense. Like, I don't think he ever. Cameron, of course it makes sense. He has a, he had a fucking roller coaster in his backyard. Yeah, but I'm talking about like most celebrities have like a dating Report. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he didn't date. Um, That's what I'm saying. He didn't date any. I don't believe he dated Lisa Marie Presley, uh, Elvis's daughter. But that's about it. I mean, it wasn't like he was like he wasn't like he was linked to any other like super famous celebrities. That's what I'm saying. Though. You would think like, he would be. Although apparently he did have a deep voice. Like that's that. Odd. Like all of those public appearances you'd see him do, and he'd be like, "Can I just?" Submit? Apparently that was all an act. Yeah. There are people that have been around him have been like, nah, he was, dude, that would be scary. Could you imagine, like, not knowing Michael? Like, you're just like an event runner. And he just, he comes off stage after being like, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night. The yeah. fuck out of my way. <laughs> just you would be mean shook. Mugs, mean mugs you with his diamond gloves. Move, bitch. Yeah, excuse me, bitch. Way. I got things to do. You'd be like, is that, what? Who's that? Michael Jackson. No, it ain't. Well, the fuck it's not. He ain't talking. Michael Jackson didn't just say that shit to me. Naomi Campbell. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is fucking... He got... Dementia. Dementia now, so... I don't know if we have to worry about that anymore. God took care of that problem. Poor Willis. Chris Tucker. Pedophile. Who, uh... Our boy, Cat Williams, brought up. Dude... The thing he said when he brought up, like, all the celebrities, when he called them, what was it? Funky-looking white women that never do interviews. I was dying laughing. Because you know what? He's not wrong. I'll tell you. Like, he said that stuff, and he's like, I'm describing, like, seven people right now. And I was just like, he really is. Like, on the low, he really is describing how seven people, like, seven celebrities' lives have gone. I'm trying to see if there's anybody else notable. Not that I see, like, obviously, like, economists and shit, like, the sex, tra- sex traffickers and all that, but that rounds out the list of famous people. Cameron Diaz won her and George Lucas. I was like, Cameron, what are you doing? What are you doing, Princess Fiona? What are you doing? Messing around with the kids, apparently. How could you? Speaking of someone who was on that list, Donald, did you see his, uh, how he stepped in it a little bit? His like, most recent campaign speech? Who? Donald. Mm-hmm. 
So he was in Iowa. They said a school shooting in high in a high Ooh. school or a school shooting in Iowa, where I think a sixth grade student was killed, unfortunately, and there were five people injured, which is terrible. That's not what this is about. What it's about is uh, Donald Trump had a a rally, like I don't know if it was a few days or a couple, like just a couple days later, just a couple days. And said, it's a ter- this is a quote, it's a terrible tragedy, terrible, but we have to get over it, we have to move on, we have to move forward. And I was just like, I, maybe not the time for that, bro. What a savage. <laughs> he said, he basically said, listen, I need y'all to focus on this election. I know y'all are hurting, but this election is the main focus right now. We will take care of the family. Right now, we are pushing Right now, the Trump train is rolling towards 2024. Chugga, chugga. <laughs> and we don't have time for your tears and sadness. What a savage, bro. Dude, that's the... We do. We need another four years. <laughs> Dude. Dude, that is so Dude, insane, we, we bro. We need another four years. Yes, because that is... Just it's funny, but it's not funny. Like that is oh, that is a classic. It's funny, but it's not funny thing. Like it's not like funny. did he really what happened? Just say yeah, that? what happened is not funny. Absolutely, it's terrible tragedy. His response to just basically be like, "Guys, gotta get over that shit." Like, <laughs> dude, dude, my man. It's like those running backs my that man. are still doing uh first down signals when they're like twenty down deep. It's like, dude, you're still 20 points down. Yeah, it's still 45 to 21, sir. I'm glad you got it. Oh, bro. He's like, our community kid just died. Elections that way. Yeah. First sounds that way. (laughs) It's like, no. No, sir. Hold on. We just suffered a terrible loss in our community. And he's like, that sounds like a whole lot of your problem. You know what my problem is? Ended up in the White House in November. He really did. I mean, the man is hustling. Gotta give him that. He stays hustling. <laughs> Dude, I hope. When do you think we'll really find out if he gets sentenced? Because if I don't hear anything by July that this man is sentenced, like no more, no more trials, no more appeals. He's going to jail. He's going to jail. I don't hear anything by July. This is the most rigged thing I've ever heard. <laughs> take it from me now. I'm voting for the man. He said, take it to the bank. Cameron said, I will vote for it. He said, if he Teflon dons his way out of this, I'm voting for him. Facts. I mean, what else can you do? Obviously, honestly, the, like if if you don't hear anything by July, I'm sentence gone. We have uh. Yeah, at that point, Bernie, I, that, not Bernie, no, uh, again. Biden for re-election, probably not. Or Trump. Or no, like if Trump doesn't weasel his way out of here, and whoever else are the candidates, those are the candidates. But by July, if we do not hear anything, I'm voting for the man in November. Oh Lord, we get merch. Like, will you wear Trump 2024? Hell no. 
hell no. He said, I ain't that. He said, I ain't that into it. I'm sending my ballot in and I'm grabbing my popcorn. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Well, speaking of grabbing your popcorn and waiting, Cameron, are you ready to do it again? Because the gas price is about to be cheaper. And Twitter's about to be lit. Twitter is about to be lit. Do you, uh, do you remember? We're going to invite everybody to step once again back into the, in the office. Go ahead and step up to the counter. Let us know your medication history. You know, your family heritage history. All that good stuff as we start group therapy once again. Uh, this young lady, as she steps to the counter, wants to tell us she's 23 and she's caught feelings for her best friend, who is a 25 male. So I've known one of my best friends since July. We've built a, a band of close friends, like a friend group together over the last few months as well. We hooked up a few times a few months back. We've never kissed and we established at the time that there were no romantic feelings, which is wild to me. Maybe I'm just soft. I don't know that I've ever hooked up with anybody without kissing. I don't know that that's ever happened to me. Maybe I'm just what they call a bitch. Can either confirm or deny. Well, he texted me Tuesday asking me to come over and cuddle because he had a rough day at work. First off, that's weird. Red flag. Yeah. And you want me to? Oh no. I was about to say, you might want to ask him if he wants to listen to EP. Turning off Cameron's microphone while I go solo here for a second. Wait for Cameron to get back. Yeah, cuddling on a day off of work is... That's a strange way to live life. I would say. That's a strange thing to do. If you're going to just be friends. But it doesn't seem like he wants to just be friends. Seems like he may want something more. Something more emotional, more invested. I have a feeling you guys are going to judge me, aren't you? For the fact that I've I've never not hooked up with somebody and not kissed them. Don't judge me. Don't don't look at me like I'm I'm naive. I'm just a naive boy. Here, Cameron, coming back. Here's this for you. But uh, then I show up, we cuddle, and then he passes out. There was a moment while I was rubbing his back that I had a sudden wave of feelings. They hit me all at once, and I haven't been able to stop thinking about him since then. I texted one of our friends asking if they think he has a thing for me. And they said they, they get a vibe a little bit, but they can't tell for certain. That being said, they thought we were together when we first started hanging out. When they first started hanging out with us as a group, I had a bit of a crush on him when we first started hanging out, but this feels entirely different. He's typically a pretty stoic guy unless something upsets him, so he's never really told me how he feels about me other than that he's happy to have close friends. I just need to tell you guys, I just need you guys to tell me if I'm being delusional or if I'm think and right in thinking that there may be something there. What should I do whenever I'm around him? I feel like jelly, so I don't even know where to begin. Do I say anything about it? I don't know. You don't know? No idea. I mean... That's rough. Yeah. I would say you probably can. 
Or did you decide to take it off of you and use? Yeah, it's fun. Microphone it. Yeah, it's fun. Been picking you up. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's uh, <clears throat> you're on your own on that one. I mean, he's alright. I mean, if kids have already hooked up, I would say yeah, you're good. Do your thing. Do I, your thing. I say go for it. I say take your shot. Shoot your shot. Shoot or shoot. Don't take my advice. <laughs> Steph Curry never missed a shot he didn't take. Shoot it. Uh, the second one, as a young man now steps, I believe, <clears throat> to the counter. I am in love with my ex's best friend. <clears throat> so, me and my ex broke up about six months ago, and I was devastated for a good two months. The third month, I'd say, it was when this bestie visited me at Starbucks that we both lived close to. I sat down, and me and her were chatting the whole time. We even got into the topic of first loves, and it was at that moment that I began my journey of these intense feelings. Now, a little history. Me, my ex, and her best friend are still part of an ongoing group of six people who I promise you I'd give my life for. Me and my ex are super cool. It's like we were meant to be friends all along anyway. Me and my group hold a tight pack, and I'm afraid that if I talk to my ex about the feelings I have, she'll, one, stop being my friend, two, tell her best friend, and three, both of them will be in an awkward position causing the group to just split up. So it's a dilemma. It's been three months into this and I keep dreaming about her and I'm hanging out more often with her, but I don't think she thinks of me in a romantic way. So what do I do? Obviously leave it alone. Well, first off, I don't know why people are all in such incestuous friend groups. Yeah, I don't understand that either. Connor's in one of those. Or used to be. Like, where you all date each other? Dude. That seems like a lot. That just seems very stressful. It seems like it's something that is bound to cause drama. You know what I mean? Like, like the whole grade underneath us? Bro. Some of you are good cats, bro. Some of you. Oh, my God. Some of you are some dogs. And they're still friends to this day. And oh, dude. Like... I've seen dudes do wild stuff to each other and still be friends to this day. What? I feel like me and you are just a different breed in the sense that we're just like, that's cool. I would burn your house down. Like, could you imagine? Like, I'm going to put this in perspective because this is, this is not a hypothetically. Like, this actually happened. But you date this girl a few years ago. See A series. Like, you get a dog together and you still have this dog. Okay? And you still you still take care of this dog. And you get invited to this wedding. That she gets invited to. Not just one. But then your other homie. That she's also friends with. Gets married. And then invites her. And then you. And you still have said dog. Well. I don't like where this story is going. I don't like the the setup here that you're telling me. One of your other close homies. Is her new boyfriend. Oh, God. Which I don't think they're together now. No, they broke up. But one of those marriages or uh, weddings. Yeah. 
but she got invited. Like those, yeah, those he got invited, and the she got invited like separately. Yes, like as a friend of the one as the groom. Yes, so this recent wedding she got invited to with her current boyfriend, but her two other ex boyfriends got invited to said wedding. You don't think that's weird? It's a little weird. I like a little all too close. Just a little bit. Dude, and here's the thing. Eskimo Brothers is kind of pushing it. Those people, point. Nah, I'm not into the Eskimo Brothers thing at all. All those people that are like... like and here's the thing. As someone who's outside of the group, when you come in as a boyfriend outside of that group, and you start to be like, this is weird, they all immediately are like, no, that's not weird. They get defensive. Like, yes. Yes, it yes, is. it is. This is strange. It's like, oh, we didn't work out because we're too good of our friends. No. No, you didn't work out. I'm like, no, that's not how this works. No. And they'll just continue to be. I will stand 10 toes down on this with everybody. everybody, I want everyone going into 2024 to hear me on this. Once you have sex, you cannot go back. Dude. That's it. You cannot be just friends anymore. You are no longer just friends. I don't understand it. I really don't. The friend group. That goes for men and women. As a dude, like. I don't care what you tell me. You cannot. You you will never be able to sleep with a girl, and then she's just your homie. I'm sorry. You either are not interested off jump, or you are, or you're lying. Because I can tell you right now, dude. They're all the like I have girls I work with. I would never sleep with any of these women. And you you know something? You know that shit off jump. Not only that, I'm obviously in a very happy, committed relationship. But even before then, even when you know when you're single, you know, you know when you meet girls, and you're just like, "Oh, you're just a homie with a ponytail." Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you ain't. This ain't ever gonna be anything else. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean, I really had those, but yeah, sort of. That's because I would just. Uh, I don't know, dude. I mean, you already kind of gave your your way out like if you're that concerned about the dynamic of the group the dynamic of the group you losing your ex as a friend which is wild i don't you gotta get other priorities straight but yeah my brother in christ maybe again maybe all you people who have slept with each other should stop hanging out in the same friend groups like maybe that's not again i stand by this it's not a good call you yeah. cannot be friends with somebody, like just friends with somebody you slept with. You just can't. It's just not a thing. Maybe we're just jealous that we're not in a friend group like that. I'm not jealous of that at all. That would make me incredibly nervous. Yeah. I've watched way too much Dexter and you to be in a friend group where, everybody's, where everybody's been romantically involved with each other. Like, dude, that'd be so <clears throat> weird. If we just like passed around fucking like I've only been in one situation like that. Our ex is I wasn't even I wasn't even the boyfriend. I was just there. No, dude, like Say that you were say that you and Sam fucking broke up. Or like That would be like if you like Connor after me Connor and if after and me and Hannah broke up and you and Kristen broke up, we you got with Hannah and I got with Kristen. And then like 
now and like now we're still doing podcasts and we're still all friends yeah no 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 maybe we're weird but i feel like to me if you like i don't know man there ain't no way like i feel like the only way you could date a friend of, of an ex of a friend is if you started dating the ex before you all became friends even then, like, nah, dude, I, I still, like, if I got invited to a wedding, I would ask, is so-and-so going to be there? If it was like that. Is so-and-so going to be there? Oh, you should still come. Uh, no. Nah, fam, I'm good. Mm, no. And then, uh, this is, saw something I was not supposed to, and I don't know what to do. Yeah, this has been a very new relationship for about a month. I really like her. She was embarrassed when I popped up, but there was a photo that popped up in question that was a selfie with the caption. I just got absolutely railed this morning. Oof. And it said, I feel kind of grossed out because she's painted herself to be very interested in trying to commit with people rather than have vapid sex. I feel like it comes off as the opposite. I am her first boyfriend. How should I bring this up to her? Should I not even say anything at all because I'm being insecure? How would you all feel in my situation? This brings back to what I said in the last podcast when we did these. Knowing the person you're with has a sexual history that doesn't involve you is one thing. Seeing it is something else. Yeah. Like seeing proof that the person you've been with has been with other people is hard. Dirty bastard. It sucks. First off, obviously, I mean, I would assume you have determined that this Snapchat was not during the time that you all were seriously together. Because otherwise, if it's not... But how bored do you have to be? What do you mean? To, like, go out of your way to send your ex's current partner. Oh, this wasn't an ex. I, I think this was just, like, he was flipping through photos on her phone or something and saw something. He Even wasn't. weird energy. Why? I hear you. Like, you know how weird it would be if I, like, I, okay, for one, it would be extra weird because I would literally have to dig for it and try to find it. But that would be like me trying to find text messages or old pictures of my exes and sending it to their boyfriend. That is, I mean, yeah, dudes do that. Like Kristen, for one, like, why? Why would you do that? I don't why know. would I do that? I don't know. That is me. so weird. I don't know why these dudes. Do that this. is big, big weird energy. Yeah, I agree. It's lame. Like even if even if somebody like okay last podcast, some dudes sent this new uh, partner of his ex girlfriend. They got engaged. They got engaged. And he's like, oh, I'm going to send a revenge sex thingy. Like, that. why? First off, that is so weird. My advice for that dude is, like, I don't know why you watch that shit. If I, if I got sent... Like, a, why are you even going through her phone? No, like, he got, so it was weird. sent to him. No, I know that. I'm talking about this guy. I don't know what this dude's doing. Like, if he's going through her That's phone, like, yeah, bro, like... see this, dude? Yeah, this like, unless somebody sent it to you, you were going through her phone. And, dude, that's weird energy. Yeah, why were says, you going through her phone? I'm trying to figure it out. I was when it popped up. What do you mean it popped up? That's what I'm saying. What do you mean it popped up, brother? How did you? How did it pop up? How did you see this? Like, did somebody meant for you 
yeah, is it meant for you? Was this not meant for you? It's this sub- is something she sent to a homie. She sent to one of her gal pals. So after, he's probably going through her phone. After a night of her being, you know what I mean, when she was a single gal. What's the caption to this? Saw something I was not supposed to see. Probably because he was going through some shit, dog. Dude, if you're going through phones, you, he, this is not. You deserved it. You've seen some shit you didn't want to see. You, seen you deserved seen. it. Yeah, the guy in the last video, I, I yeah, stand that's by, tough. If I well, here's the thing. I mean, if I if what if Samantha's actually sent me a video, if we're just getting, when I could, I wouldn't even need to click on it. I don't need to watch it. I could see. I could probably I could probably tell what was going on from the caption. You know, what I mean, from the from the screenshot of the video, I'd be able to be like, nope, don't need to see none of that. <laughs> yeah, like also none of you just advice. Don't do that. Marty did, and you seen what happened to that guy. Big dead. Big dead. Big dead. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cameron, would you rather survive in a zombie-infested New York or Jurassic Park for 30 days? Jurassic Park. See, I said the same thing. Someone learn how to fly a pterodactyl. Oh, and dude. once I do that, it's over. Nah, I learned enough about dinosaurs as a kid. thought I could definitely handle it. You know what I mean? Dude, could you imagine I watched, flying I watched on a pterodactyl? Enough, oh my god, that'd be so lit. I watched enough walking with dinosaurs as a kid, I could definitely keep my distance. From the, from the you know, just keep your distance from the predators. Stay away from the watering holes. Are you serious, bro? Yeah. There's no way. I wouldn't make it 30 days, but I would choose Jurassic Park. <laughs> I'd choose Jurassic Park for sure, because I think I can make it to 30 days. Sure, that shit, that bear grills, baby. It, dude, just could you imagine though? Like winter, winters in the east just sound horrible. That's true. Survive a zombie-infested New York City? I don't know. I feel like that might be more easy to like. What kind of zombies? That would be the question I need to ask. Can they run? I don't the, think it, dude. No, if the zombies can't run, dude. I'm surviving thirty days in zombie-infested New York. Easy. Get What's to, the temperature right now? And get New to York. a high point. I don't know. Let's find out. Now think about this. You're trying to survive. Survive. Because I know it gets cold. It's brick. 36 degrees. Yeah, it's brick. It's brick outside. It is cold as shit. You're trying to survive. You're not making it. In New York? No, sir. You will not survive. I watched I Am Legend. You ain't making it. I guess I'll take Jurassic Park then. I'm taking Jurassic Park. I'll take those down. I'm learning how to fly a pterodactyl, and I'm learning how to learn how to hunt with a bow and arrow, and I'm going to hunt me some mammoths. Have you ever seen No Country for Old Men? Yes. Uh, would you rather be chased by Anton Chigurh or John Wick? Oof. Right? Probably John Wick, because it would be quick and easy. Yeah. Plus, I think you could reason with John. Like, you could talk John into just killing you quickly. Yeah, dude. That other guy? Oh, bro, when he put it, uh, he, was it, I think he just put bird pellets, but it, uh, he shotgunned that bitch at the end of the movie. Oh, my Lord, I was not expecting that. I'm like, surely he's just gonna get his shit and go. So. As soon as this bitch gets up, bro, blows her fucking away. <laughs> Dude, he just, he's not playing. 
Anton Chigurh did not play in that movie. It's one of the most scary movie characters I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, when he tells her, like, I told your boyfriend, or, like, whoever just, whoever Josh Brolin was, that if he gave me the money, that if he gave, if he gave me the money, not if I get the money at some point in time, if he gives me the money, I will spare your life. He did not obtain them that. And she's sitting there like, oh, so I don't have an option. She's like, no, not, not really. Not really, big dog. Dude, for me, it was the gas station scene. Oh, the flip the coin? Call oh, bro. <laughs> Dude, the call it is, oh my God. Call it. <laughs> Dude, and it's like Lord Farquaad haircut. Oh, <laughs> scares the absolute dog shit out of me, bro. Dude, my favorite is the old man behind the counter. Like you can see him slowly realizing what's going on. That he's just like, oh, I'm in danger. Like this is not good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's like, oh no. Dude, he should have a Joker. Uh, right. That would be pretty good. That would be pretty soft. Awesome. Imagine him doing that in a in like a clown outfit. That would be terrifying. I would shit myself. Would you rather die rich at 30 or live to be 80 and poor? Am I poor my whole life? Yeah. You were poor till 80. Here's the way I say it, the way I put it. Like, no, because there's you'll a... be born and you'll live to 80 being poor or you'll be born and live to 30 being rich. That's Those are the options. Oh, what is... Oh my, hold on. What is that 21 Savage lyric? It's like a... What is it? Dang, I I might have to grab my phone for that one. Because there's like this this hard lyric that 21 Savage says. Like, I would rather... uh, I'd rather be broke in jail than be dead and rich. Damn. So you see rather road to 80? Say, give me that 80. No, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that 21 Savage. I'm being rich on 30 and I'm out. So they give me three decades of fucking balling out of control and then I'm good. Dude, if I knew I was going out at 30 and I had endless amounts of money, I would live like a f- fucking hooligan. Yeah. I feel like I would live indecent, you know what I mean? You have your whole life. No, I don't. I don't. I have till 30. I have till February 6th, uh, 2025. No. 26. So when we turn 30? No, for me it's 27, for sure. No, I turned 28 this year, you're right, it is 26. Damn. So... February 6, 2026. That's my end date, bro. I'm out. Blowing millions of dollars. I'm going to check out. I'm going to check out happy. Facts. Facts. I'm going out. To live to your 80 and just be broke your whole... Dude, you'd be miserable. Miserable. For 80 years? To just be poor, poor? No. There ain't no way. Ain't no way? To be poor for it. Your whole life, there. No, bro. I have to have a, a good amount of income. Have to. 
Fair enough. You're telling me to live the way I am now for the rest of my life? Till 80. No way. Could do it. No way. No shot. The thought of even working for 30 years blows my mind. Like That being said, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so I don't have to work anymore. Yeah, I hear you. I'm with you. I would rather be, give me, give me three decades of balling out of control. Share our content. <laughs> Share our content. Will Cameron, first team all dime piece. We always, we promised to do this after the end of last year. The female pro wrestlers. I think we should skip that and keep it PG. And keep it PG? Yeah. What do you want to do? Car brands. Car brands? Not a big car guy, but I'll do my best. I'm not either. <laughs> so we're going to get like four in. I think, you should, I think you know my first one. Just go ahead and just put it in there. Ford? <laughs> just go ahead and do it. You're a fucking dork. You're going to put the place you work at? You got to. You fucking bootlicker. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the like logo on my neck. Tough. You're a fucking dork. That would uh, be pretty. That would be pretty metal of you. I'm not gonna lie. Built for it soft. <laughs> I'll go with Pontiac because they make my favorite car that's ever been made, which is a Firebird. Yeah, those are pretty nice. They're pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. What is the what? What is the Batmobile and the new one? What is it? Dude, I have no idea. Let's find out. I know he drives an Aston Martin. Yeah. When he pulls up at the courthouse or yeah, whatever. That's an, that's an Aston Martin. I know. It's tight. Oh. Oh. Like a platinum gray. Oh. Stop. Dude, he got that old money. Oh. That old money. That Aston Martin money. It is a 1969 Dodge Charger. Hmm. Should have been a Plymouth. Your pick is number two, sir. You have your second pick. We're going with the Skyline GT. Paul Walker's car. Skyline GT. Mom's watching football in there. I hear it. Yeah, there. Sorry, audience. Look at that one, Cam. Look at it. Would you just look at it? I'll go Dodge number two. Give me. I'll take the Batmobiles car brand. Dodge Chargers are pretty badass. I'm not gonna lie. They used to be whenever they were two door. That's true. Now they're a four door and they look stupid. Dude, when I was uh, when I got was get my first car, I almost got because you're talking about Ford built Ford type. I almost got a Mustang. A black 1999 Mustang was going to be my first car. My grandma talked me out of it. She said no. I'm glad she did. Because listen, he only has Ford. Ford, please don't fire me. But fuck those vehicles. <laughs> One of those vehicles almost took me out. All right, <laughs> we'll never, ever, ever. You said fuck you, Mustangs. I will never drive a Ford Mustang ever again. One almost took me out, so, literally. Almost, ca- they came for me. No, they came for me. <laughs> literally, they came for me. They did. 
They came calling. Like, I still have PTSD. Like, no, I'm being dead serious. Like, I still have PTSD from that. Every time you see a Mustang, you get a little part of you just goes. Either a Mustang or when I come to a four-way stop, dude, my heart, like, goes I have panic attacks. Like, dead ass. That's like terrible, Cameron. On the, like, on the outside, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm headbanging, listening to some real gangster shit. On the inside, I am panicking like a six-year-old girl. <laughs> I respect it. Help me. <laughs> Help me. In the words of Kevin Hart. Like Cameron, it's your go. I don't want to. Because I will be the one where... Because it happens in Louisville all the time, bro. People just running red lights. And you're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> you get flashback. Have you been T-boned before? It's not great. Especially on your side. I've never been T-boned, no. Dude, especially on your side. Been, Imagine. I've been rear-ended. No. Been T-boned. That sounds terrifying. It's like the it's like we were talking about earlier with the train. The light flashed for your eyes. Dude. You're like, you thought that you thought that was it, didn't you? Oh, bad. You said this is the end. So now every time I see the front of a Mustang, I see that ugly ass fucking horse, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> you were almost the last thing I saw before I met the gates of heaven. You almost took me to the pearly gates, bitch. Fuck you. I never trust you again. <laughs> you pearly, pristine horse, yeah. chucking it through on the grill. Like, yeah, you almost chucked me to a whole nother right. dimension. You see the front end of a fucking, a fucking charger, and you're, you know, you hear is, and you're just like, no, no, not like this, dude. Literally, bro, I'll be just sitting at a red light, bro, and you hear, I'm like, dude, stop that, <laughs> stop it, not okay. Are you going third, Cameron? What are you scared? Yes, I am. Fine, actually, <laughs> dramatically so. You don't understand. <sighs> let's go with, uh... dude. Let's go with a Porsche. Ooh. I said a nineteen. I seen a nineteen eighties Porsche today, and uh, oh, I need a uh, oh, I think it's a Rod Stewart's. I think it's a Rod Stewart song. But it, it goes like, um, oh my gosh, bro. You you know the song too, bro. But it was an 80s song and it was playing. And I can only ever think of one Rod Stewart song. Uh, and I'm really not even sure it's Rod Stewart. I don't think it is, bro. But it's like, like some men have all the fame. Some men have all the... Uh, I'd have to figure it out, bro. Something to do with a poor show, I would assume. Is that what you were going? No, but no? It, it made the scenery perfect today. Well, I was going to get food. I was great. It Dude. was great. Damn. I was got I got lit as lit. I turned my radio up and I was just watching this other car cruise in a nineteen eighties Porsche and I was like That dude's living the dream. Lit. Not Good for me. you, bro. Good for you. Uh, give me Cadillac, the car of presidents and strippers alike. Built off cocaine. It really is, in both instances. <laughs> <laughs> Built from cocaine empires. Yeah. Dude, I won't lie. I've rode in a couple Cadillacs. They're nice cars. They really are. Never been in one. They're nice. Been too broke. 
Oh, I hope they weren't my Cadillacs. <laughs> Still been too broke. I got friends like that. I don't know that I would have called them my friends, but they were nice ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in a Hummer limo. That's about it. I think we were in the same Hummer limo. It's the only limo I've ever been into. I just crushed my pinky toe. A Cadillac, though. The Caddies, as they're called. You have four. Pick four for you. BMW, Audi, an Audi, Chevrolet, Volkswagen, Honda. We're going to go Jaguar with Chevy. Ooh, he's going to be the Chevy guy, huh? Dude. Do you like Chevy? People talk a lot of shit about Chevy. A Chevy Savelle? Have you seen a Chevy Savelle? I think I've heard of him, yeah. Dude, look up a Chevy Savelle. Oh, my Lord. Muscle cars are my, like, old muscle cars. Oh, is that your... Are my-ish. Just jam? Jim jams? Ooh, that does look pretty nice. Oh, dude. Oh, Chevy Savelles. Is this the Pete Winchester car? No, uh, that's a. Um, oh, my aunt's gonna hate me for this. Um, what is it? A Chevy Impala. Impala. Yeah. Nineteen. I feel like I've seen this in a film somewhere. Sixty-eight. I think it's sixty-eight. Sixty-nine. Sixty-eight Impala. That's nice. Was that? Right? Is that it? Yeah. Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Ooh. <laughs> You're a fuck boy. Shout out to my aunt sissy boy. The face you just made. Cause I was I got the I got the correct year. I'm a real fan. Got the make model and the correct year. I'm a real fan. You really are a real fan. He does love him some supernatural. You know, sixty-eight. Chevy and Paula. He said day one. Yeah, baby. I'll take. It'll make them like these two. Do y'all think four doors are gay? They are a little. I'll take the classic. I'll take another luxury car. Give me BMW, baby. I've never been in a BMW. I've Dude. always looked at them. They look luxurious. I'm about to throw a luxurious car at your way. For the final one? Yes. Oh, my. 90s Lexus. A 90s Lexus? Yes. Have you seen those? Mm-mm. Gold trim. Oh, boy. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. That's something. Like, they're... Are these? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. Uh, <clears throat> What's his name? Macaulay Culkin drives one in uh, Richie Rich. Like his butler, his butler drives one. You said that's the shit right there. And he tell me why, if I remember correctly, bro, he wants to he wants to like go play with the normal kids, right? So his butler pulls up to a New York City in his Lexus. In his Lexus, and it's like saw. So. I'm trying to play basketball, and these street kids are like, "Who the f- is this white kid?" Trying to play basketball. He schools them, though. He ends up schooling them. Because, I mean, what else are you going to do when you're a rich kid by yourself? Because we're just... Hoop. 
hoop, do whatever. That's what I would do. That, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got a basketball court in your room. If my dad had been, if my dad had been balling, if my dad had been balling to that level, my dad had been like the Pablo Escobar of Park Circle, dude. Like, dude, I would have been inviting. I would have been inviting all the neighborhood kids over to get buckets. So I've been like, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> like my thing is, I would just get real good. I would train every day. Like, yeah, I understand, like, your dads are big basketball players, but it's like, if you grow up, like, with a basketball court, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're able to cook, you should be able to play some sort of basketball. You should be able to hoop a little bit. A little bit. Like, there should be no reason. Like, us. You know what I'm saying? We don't suck at basketball. Like, we're not unqualified to play the game. I like to think I'm decent. Yeah, like, I'm talking about, like... Yeah, but we're not great players. We're not... <clears throat> but we can play basketball. We can play basketball. Yeah. I could get in a game of, you know, four-on-four, three-on-three, and told my own. But when it comes to, like, Zaire Wade and Bronny James, it's like... Hey, y'all should be able to give us... I'm not trying buckets. to give you pressure, yeah, but... you should be able to give everybody buckets. Obviously, they could give us buckets. I'm not saying, like, me and you could play against Zaire and Bronny and give them buckets, but it's like, you... Oh, man, I think I could take Jordan's kids. I've seen videos of them playing. I'm... I don't know, bro. Jordan's kids, I've never seen them play, but I've, I've seen Bronny... I get to smoke. <laughs> I've seen Bronny play, and I'm just saying, like... I'm not saying Bronny's not good. What I'm basically trying to say is, like, of course, Bronny and Zaire would become good at basketball because they grew up around it. Yeah, they grew up around. They grew up in an NBA. That's like Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's dad played for the Broncos. So he grew up around football. Yeah, and now he's probably one of the greatest white running backs in the world. I mean, he's the greatest white running back I can remember. Ah, look at him go. Ah, they got him. Ah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> ah, look at him go. Ah, they got it. Damn. <sighs> but, dude, like, of course they're to get good. Like, if we had a basketball, like, if we had a multi-billionaire, millionaire father that could put a basketball court in our room or just make our room a basketball court. Or, put, or you know, put a basketball court in the backyard or in, you know, an indoor basketball court in the backyard. I can tell you what, I'm, I'm, we gonna be hooping twenty four seven. Facts. And any of these kids from the parties can get buckets. Like, and they're they were probably like, "Oh, this white kid can't hoop," and he's like, "I watch all the games." Yeah, because his dad takes him to literally all the games. <laughs> Telling you. Oh yeah, me and my dad go and watch the Knicks every night. Yeah, my dad plays for the Knicks. The best would be like, well, you would learn. Not only that, you would learn from all the other NBA players. They would give you tips and shit. It is eight nineteen. I'm gonna go get Jaggers again. <laughs> <laughs> My last pick, Cameron, is gonna be Jeep because I do love me some Jeep. Just empty every pocket. I do. Yeah, <laughs> they really do. They really do. Just pin you up against the wall, and they're like, "Give me." Here, drive this nice vehicle for like six months and everything just falls apart. That's exactly what it is. Can't do it. Tell you what, it's a great six months. Dude, Connor has had his Tacoma for like two years and has not talked about giving it up, but has had two Jeeps in his lifetime. And they are 
not here. <laughs> he said there he is. He no longer has either of them. It's like they're expensive, aren't they? Yeah. They're pricey bitches. They are pricey bitches. But I god, I just love the way they look. They're so cool. Looking. I don't know. Jeep trucks are ugly as crap. Jeep trucks are ugly as crap. Like, like Jeep Jeep is nice. I love Jeep. Yeah. Other way. Yeah. Yeah. But y'all fell right into my nutsack. You did. It's a perfect way to end the show. Uh, be sure like and subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, Google, Pandora, Amazon, iHeart, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you get your audio content. And also check us out on social media at the Planet Comedy on Facebook and Instagram, Planet Comedy on YouTube and TikTok. Uh, you can follow me at Stoplight Jesus on Twitter. You can follow Cameron at what are you on Twitter? Camelot? Just Camelot? I don't really use Twitter. I don't use social media. Don't follow me. I'm not important. Follow me at Stoplight Jesus on Twitch. You follow can, the podcast. You can follow Cameron at Twisted Powers on Twitch. Do you have anything you want? Any parting words for people? Have a good one. Thank you guys for listening.